world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. and most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation, and it ain't even close. Welcome to it. God, I was a young lad of 50 when we started this show. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm 59, round in the corner. Okay, round in the corner to 60. Can you hear me? Racing around the corner. Yeah, wow, I'm, I'm getting some kind of static situation going on here with my microphone or something. Right. Right. Ow, I got my finger caught in the thing. I'm better now. Okay. <laughs> so I have I have two rants on fireworks. So Independence Day just passed last week, right. and we saw a massive spike in what we would call illegal fireworks in California, New York, New Jersey, all the states that don't allow things that are airborne and go flying and go boom. Police received hundreds and thousands you would never of calls. Know that in my neighborhood. It was quiet? No. Oh. So here's here's my take on why there was so much illegal, I'm using brackets, firework activity. <clears throat> because you cannot lock down an entire population without ramifications. Yeah. Politicians do not know best. As they draw salaries and overtax us with little or no representation, more and more people every day are rebelling. <clears throat> the fireworks displays are a good indication of how fed up people are as well as all the protests that are springing and leading to rioting and statue destruction. Okay. Here's what it is. The elected class owns this 100%, and it's only going to continue to get worse. They need to come down off their thrones and wake up before we reach an irreversible flashpoint. Okay? Everything has risks in life, and controlling us by fear is getting old and tiring. Mark my words, Sandy. People out there, it is is going to get much, much worse. Now, a disclaimer. I'm not a fan of street fireworks, okay? Legal and illegal. I grew up in Newark. We used to blow off all kinds of stuff in the streets, M80s and everything. I think I'm partially deaf in my left ear from when I was 14 years old, blowing them up. But I do cherish what freedoms we have left. But we have to think about it. When is enough enough? Locking up the law-abiding and releasing criminals is not going to end well for anyone. And I feel this is a systemic problem. You never saw this much of illegal street fireworks. People are cooped in and freaking out to a point of no return my man i mean do you what do you what's your insight on this well i mean this is well known and you know i i still struggle with this because you from a, a public health standpoint this is a given it's it's a known right and do politicians are politicians using the knowns or are they completely ignorant or do we go back to 
you know, the, the whole basis of like, say, Philip Drew administrator, where the, you, the bureaucracy is intentionally incompetent. So they're blameless. Uh, and I, I'm not sure what it is that, you know, you, you're absolutely right. We, we can't, you can't lock down people and expect them not to rebel. But is, is that intentional now? I'm starting to look at that and, and, and wonder, is, is a lot of this intentional? Is, is it headed toward another game besides um, protecting public health? Uh, it's pretty scary when you think about it, but everybody is feeling it. Everybody is feeling this. And people want their freedoms and their liberties back. Again, I reiterate, everything in life has risks. Yeah. And we have to weigh the risk over the reward. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Governor Douchebag just reversed the, the face mask thing. We have now an executive order, 3,874, I think. <laughs> Uh, I think he's up to he's close to 160 now where we have to wear masks all the time when out in public. This guy's out of control with it. But you see what happens with the politicians once you give them a little bit of power, they, they, they become power drunk. And, and now he's running the, the state by executive order. And, you know, I see prominent Democrats like Craig Coughlin and Steve Sweeney. We need to open our state. We need to. But they don't do anything. No, no. It, it's 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 so ridiculous it's kabuki theater that they do the same thing the same thing's being done in washington too you know you got lindsey graham who's had all this information on the on the on the trump conspiracy from the beginning we're gonna hold hearings yeah okay they say things and they do nothing and we sit uh and 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 accept it right Yes, we see things that we accept it and it's it's damn horrible. But the people have had I hear all these I see all this static online from people. They want their kids to go back to school in September. Well, they should. And, and the government won't won't commit to it. Yeah. Well, see, if you what's a great way of controlling the economy without saying you're openly controlling the economy? All you have to do is not open the schools. Therefore, the parents can't go to work. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Every so, other country is opening schools. We know for a fact there are there are many things. Look, if this was the beginning of this, uh, I, I would I would yield to this, right? If it was the beginning and we knew nothing, but over the past four or five months, we've learned a, a tremendous amount about this particular virus and this particular disease that it causes. And we know that for some reason, unlike the Spanish flu, if you remember back in 1918, we, we always, everybody always harkens back to the Spanish flu of 1918. That was killing young people by the bucket load. Soldiers, healthy soldiers, just wiping out entire army camps. This is not doing that. This is only affecting, like seasonal flu, the older people and the people who are compromised. But I see from my standpoint, a coordinated effort that this is just part of. Yes. You know, I'm wondering what is really behind it. Uh, I, I think a lot of it's tied to Trump and the election in, in November. 
to to definitely decimate him, continue to decimate the economy, uh, to continue the uh, tribalism, rage mobs, locking people up, having people at the end of the rope so that they freak out. And so you get fighting in the street with mm -hmm. someone wearing a Trump hat or someone wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. You know, it's just to keep it's going everybody the other way focused. Too. And in, this, in the South, it's going the other way. People are being attacked for wearing face masks. People, people are being attacked for wearing face masks in places in the South. And in other places, the Karens are attacking people who are not wearing masks. It, it, it's when, like we said last week, when the hell did wearing a surgical mask or a face mask become a political statement? Uh, we're losing our collective minds. Yeah, it's it, it's really bad. And I, I've said this. This is my prediction. And please, all of you better pay attention to this because I'm telling you right now that gun control is coming back to New Jersey and probably oh, yeah. other blue states oh, in the yeah. fall. Oh, I predicted yeah. this. Absolutely. You are spot on with okay. that. Yeah, we need to have that now. We need to have that now to deflect uh -huh. from the budget concerns and right. the unions and, and the election and mail-in ballots and walk-in ballots and everything that's going on. Gun control is the easy out of the left. And like in 1968, they will use the rioting that they created as a an excuse for the gun control. Correct. Correct. So that's that's what's going to happen. So everybody, please be prepared for it. That is my prediction. The Senate president, the Speaker of the House of New Jersey have done shit to take power away from Murphy the past 17 weeks. The, the Democrats speak a good game, but they're a minority party. They can't do anything other than attack the governor, sending letters, tweeting tweets. And listen, I commend them 20 percent for, for taking a stand and being vocal against the governor. But there's nothing they can do. Any bill, any legislation they introduce to curb some of the king's powers, Coughlin and Sweeney are not going to put it up for a vote. Right. But everybody's going to finger point. You've got to see the shit Sweeney posts. I keep posting on his timeline. I'm like, Is this a parody account? <laughs> Because you're the, you're, the, you're the Speaker of the House. Do something. Right. Right. Right? Do something. You're the Speaker of the House. They don't do shit. But watch. Gun control is going to come back hard and fast, especially with all these guns that were sold. Nine million oh, yeah. guns were sold. Over 3.7 million are new gun owners. Our basic classes are sold out until the end of August. Well, didn't, didn't Nick's hit an all-time high yet again? Yeah, April was the highest Knicks background checks that's ever been done since they've been recording Knicks since the 90s. Oh, my God. Okay, highest volume ever. And like we ever. talked about, a lot of those, the vast majority of those are new gun owners and, and who do not have any, well, let's just assume they have no training whatsoever. Correct. That's a so, dangerous situation. Yeah, it's well, most of them have been coming in here. I've seen so many new people. Um, and goodness. I want to take I want to take a second for the listeners of the show. You know, when we were down in the dumps and closed, we had an ammo sale, inventory sale, and, and people helped float me uh, to stay in business. And uh, we've been open almost uh, 
two weeks now, week and a half, and uh, the support has been phenomenal. People coming in and buying memberships, uh, people coming in, at, like uh, Andy O'Shea came in, I want to renew my gold membership, I don't want it extended. Because we extended everybody to 16 weeks, we were closed. Rich Cervone owns a plumbing company in Glenrock. I don't want it extended. George Anu, I don't want it extended. So many people came to us and said, don't extend our uh, our memberships, and I want to join. And then the other thing that happened, which I I had no idea this was going to happen. You know, when I decided to do the quarantine crawl, <clears throat> I've been for years in the gun industry. People email me, hey, Aunt, do you know pro-gun plumber? Do you know pro-gun roofer? Because we think like that. And I would go through my Rolodex and send it out. Well, the quarantine crawl became that directory. And when all of you people see the webpage that Matt and his son Dylan are building right now, it is going to be Yelp for 2A people in the New York metropolitan area. That's great. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's almost done. We're massaging it a little bit. and uh, But people are coming in. Guy comes in the other day, buys a membership. And on his way out, he goes, hey, Anthony, you never met me before. I've never shot a gun. I applied for my permit. I saw your video on Griddle This in Dumont, and I saw your video on Doyle's Auto Repair in uh, Emerson. And they're both friends of mine. And then I started following your crawls and stuff. So I decided to come down and join as a member to support you. And my wife and I are going to be taking classes next month. <laughs> That's great. That's one sliver of about 100 I've heard so far. And now here's the negative part. People are coming in going, the quarantine crawl continues when they see me. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What did I start? Yeah. You know, the quarantine crawl continues. Yes, it continues. So I just hit 170 businesses. I have about 20 more in my Rolodex that I have to go and visit. Uh, we've been busy as hell here, so I haven't had time to go out. But as soon as things settle down and some more employees come back, I will be continuing the crawls and continuing to build that database. Okay, it's very important that we have that database uh, so that we can keep it in a family and support each other. Um, the way do you when you guys? It should be done probably this week. Hopefully, on next week's show, I'll be announcing the uh, the link so you can go and uh, and get it. It's not a mobile app or anything. It's just a a, a web page that looks like a mobile site you'll be able to search by uh map you'll be able to search by category that's pretty cool we have two two-way psychiatrists on there you know so now you have your choice we have lawyers we have i mean we have we're we're, we're really closing it in you know i think it's i just think it's phenomenal that uh so many people have shown their support and i got to get out there and i got to do some more people i got to get out and do some more crawls but people are coming in to me hey i ate at this place i went i had my kids cake made at this place so i'm like cool 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 it doesn't it doesn't really get any better than that you know you know what's interesting too is the fact that the two A people, I, guess, I don't know whether it's just serendipity, but the two A people who own businesses own really good businesses. Yeah, well, because they're they're like me and you, and they, you know, they they like to they're thinking rational. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Committed. So, yeah. So I love uh, I love the fact that we're all keeping it together. But yes, everybody, my prediction: cue the uh, gun control coming up soon oh yeah definitely. so now because government knows best and they run everything best the division of motor vehicles in new jersey was closed nice segue for, by the way <laughs> yes the the division of motor vehicles was closed for four months 
People couldn't, young kids couldn't get their driver's license, couldn't take their test. People couldn't uh, renew their uh, registrations, everything. Whatever you couldn't do in line that had to be done in person, people could not do for four months. So DMV decides that they're going to, um, you know, they're going to open again. Well, they open again. And guess what? A total disaster. Pe- people <laughs> camped out outside DMV offices 10 o'clock at night. Oh, God. Just to be able to get a space in the DMV. To pay, to pay money for a permit, a right that was taken from us yeah. and sold back to us as a permit. So what happened is people camped out 10, 11 o'clock at night. At 6 o'clock in the morning, there was hundreds, if not thousands oh. of people outside all the lines. But check this out. At 6 o'clock in the morning, state troopers walked by and said, all right, no more people from this point on. They're already That's enough people for the whole day. So anybody arrived after 6 a.m. and DMV opens at 8 was, was sent home. <laughs> Welcome to socialism. They yes, were sent home. Yes, that's how it works. So – so, so of course, you know, Phil Murphy, we're all in this together. Yeah. We're going to fix it. Right. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And guess what got done? Nothing. Nothing. So now Murphy is encouraging all of us to go outside because of fresh air and, and sunshine, right? Wait till I tell you what's next. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. 
And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick. But just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. So if you like the lines at the DMV, it's going to be a good indication of what uh, socialized and government-run medicine is going to be oh, like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? So so we're packed. The governor tells everybody, all right, you all need to go out and, uh, you know, uh, get fresh air and sunshine. So they had some government furloughs where $7.5 billion in the hold. And he made a deal with some state workers where they're furloughed for a couple of weeks, and but they'll get partial unemployment and they'll get the $600 a week uh, federal money, and they'll be okay. So here's the deal. This was on the NewJerseyFishAndWildlife.com website. Due to state-mandated employee furloughs, access is restricted or closed at, on certain sections or facilities at the following wildlife management areas through July 27. <laughs> okay, Assapink boat ranches, boat launches, Belvedere boat launch, Black River shotgun range, Clark Ponds boat ranch, uh, and Clinton shotgun archery and rifle ranges, Collier Mills rifle and archery ranges, Flatbrook sharp, sharp shotgun and archery, Greenwood Parker's Pit, Ken uh, Lockwood Gorge, the entire area is closed. Higaby Beach, it goes on and on and on. Round yeah. Valley, Tuckahoe, Union Lake. So the governor has decided that it's okay to camp out in motor vehicle parking lots. But, not but you, you can't camp out in the state parks. Yeah, and you can't launch a boat. No. So listen to this. I saw some stuff online. They put the big concrete barriers in front of the boat launches. Did they? Yes, and a couple of emergency response teams said, great. If someone goes out on the water illegally, right, right. we can't launch our boat. Right. This is the stupidity of government. You know, this is the stupidity of government. Like I said, it is purposefully incompetent. I, I, like, Think of that. Does anybody think any of this shit through? No. No, they don't think any of it through. So, again, he hurts the outdoorsmen, the outdoor people. People are locked into their house 18 weeks now, and now you can't even go out and get some fresh air or sunshine. And the thing is, some of those places, you never see anybody anyway, like any employees there. But now the bathrooms are closed. I I mean, I know know a couple of the the ones that you mentioned are right in my neighborhood, and – I go there all the time. I've yet to see. In fact, I know a park, a state park ranger who lives not too far from me. And if it wasn't for the fact that I know him and know where his truck is, and he has to patrol like six or seven state parks, and it's one guy. So what is the difference whether he, if he calls out sick, nobody. nobody... This is a vindictive, spiteful thing. Absolutely. And, and, and here's the other part. Every one of you in New Jersey listening to the show, you pay taxes yes. to maintain those parks. Right. Right. And those boat ramps and those shotgun, muzzleloader, archery ranges. You pay for that. We all pay for that. And now we're not allowed to use it for the whole month of July. Right. Okay, he's a open jackass. It, open it up in the mid mid February, you know, when nobody yeah, goes. Yeah, he's yeah. a jackass. 
He's a jackass. They're just power hungry. That you know, and you got a bunch of politicians and a bunch of lawyers writing crap for his for his uh, executive orders based not on science because I don't know where he's getting any of this. No, nothing makes any sense. You can have two walls or three walls. A fixed uh, a fixed roof is no good. Oh, what? Well, let's talk about that. Mulshine wrote an article. This is what. So Murphy, no indoor dining is allowed until. We get at least 50% uh, bankruptcies in, in small business restaurants, okay? This is the matrix, the metric we're looking for right now, okay? So Murphy went and ate somewhere like that and got caught. So the next day, he says, if you have an indoor restaurant, but you could remove two walls and you don't have a fixed roof, and more than 50% or more of the walls are removed, you can have dining in that area. I know the restaurant he ate at, and I know the owner is so, a very big Democrat supporter. So, Mer- Mulshine wrote, when is a fixed roof not a fixed roof? When the governor is standing under it, violating his own <laughs> social distancing ethics, that's when. So, you know these people. Jillian Noonan and her fiancé, Robert Idell found that out on Monday when the cops showed up to tell them they had to shut down the outdoor section of the Sandhouse Kitchen in Ocean City. Even though the area was open to ocean breezes on three sides, the cops told them dining was still prohibited under Phil Murphy's executive order because it has a fixed roof. And this is a tiny little place. That is a tiny little place in Ocean City, New Jersey. Gorgeous place right on the beach. The ocean freaking breeze blowing by, open air, sunshine. And they have this crappy little... It's kind of like, you know, those uh, corrugated plastic. Corrugated corrugated. plastic, yes. That's what's covering the top of it, just to keep the sun off of your head so you don't bake. It's like a, it's an outdoor eatery stand kind of thing. So, of course, Murphy and Declan O'Scanlan went back and forth about this because I don't know if I talked about this last week, but uh, Mammoth Raceway is in Declan O'Scanlan's uh, uh, district. So Mammoth Raceway can hold 20,000 people. Can actually so, hold like sixty thousand. Yes, but they it's rated for twenty, and so they should be allowed five thousand spectators. Uh, Murphy's executive order specifically wrote out Mammoth Raceway and limited it to two thousand people. <laughs> two thousand people would get lost at Mammoth Raceway. Yeah, that's so, but that's how he does things. Yeah. Okay. So indoor dining. I mean, what the hell? So we're telling restaurants they have to knock walls out and they can't have a fixed roof. Right. So, right? Is that how that works? Somebody's brother-in-law is in the tent business, I think. Uh, yeah, I wish I was in the tent oh, business you, right now. Be a good business to be in right now. So I, I wish I was uh, in the in the tent business. Let me let me tell you something. So uh, hold on a second. I got to get on Randolph's. Uh, you know Randolph Tennis. Yeah. I went up there and I spoke with her. Uh-huh. Well, she got two summonses, right? Really? Uh, for having that rally. Even after uh, the attorney general said, you, you, you know, we shouldn't get summonses because Murphy violated his own order. Right. Right. So she she went to court, a Zoom court, and she wrote. I appeared in Zoom court tonight and was told charges. Zoom court. Think of yeah. That. Yep. And I was told charges would be dismissed. But the prosecutor requested I stipulate uh, to probable cause. I am not able to do that as I stand behind the fact that I have done nothing wrong and only exercise the same right as our governor and many others to protest for my belief to save my business on May 30th. 
The prosecutor asked for two weeks and the court will hear my plea again. Okay. They wanted her, the prosecutor requested, I stipulate the probable cause. He, he or she is a tool bag. Okay. Because that's bull crap. All right. That is bull crap. So she wrote, I wrote something, you know, you're my hero and stuff. She wrote, thank you to all of you that support. I never expected to be in a battle that involved defending my first amendment. Right. But here I am. It is all of you who are giving me the courage to stand up, refuse to stipulate the probable cause, and make an obviously wrong right. We all have the same right to protest, and if one gets a ticket, everyone should get a ticket, including our governor. Maybe she should topple over statues or set something on fire. So she is Randolph Pickleball, Randolph Tennis, and her name is Jennifer Rogers, and she asked me to speak at her rally, and I spoke, and while we were up there, the police were nice, they came and checked it out and did this and that, and then two weeks later, what happened? Boom! She gets two summons in the mail. All right. And she's going to fight them now tooth and nail. The prosecutor should have followed the AG's directive and dropped those two summonses. Absolutely. Shame on you. Shame on you, law enforcement, for writing those two summonses. And shame on you, prosecutor in Randolph or Morris County, for still trying to break her chops. All she wants to do is get back to work. Morris County prosecutor, you know, by personal experience... Yes. Yes, I've been there. Yeah. Uh, they made me suffer for three years. Three right. years. And they told the state police it was because I was a two-way advocate and I was a big fish and I was good for her resume. Yeah, right. Okay? So I've been there. So keep fighting it because I kept fighting it too. I know it costs money, time, and aggravation, but that prosecutor should drop those charges. The people of Randolph, the taxpayers of Randolph, should freak out over this and all the other business owners that are still shuttered and suffering. Absolutely. He is, he is just vindictive. The governor and the AG, they are just vindictive and petty, and we've all had enough of it. Okay. When Mass is the time that everywhere. we're going to start to stand up? I wonder this. I, I, I sit back and I look at it and I say, when everyone is frightened to open their mouth right now, and it's playing right into the playbook of, we talked about it 10 years ago, the coming insurrection where the socialists were going to make their move and the communists were going to make their move over over the people of the United States and use whatever situation presents itself in order to do it and you're seeing it but when the hell are we going to take a stand you tell me nobody's going to do it nobody no everybody's frightened that somebody's going to call them a racist or tear down their house or appear at their at their driveway and 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 rip down their uh their their gates or whatever and and uh and, and trash their home it's just ridiculous. The mobs are in control, and the politicians right now on both sides of the aisle are genuflecting and taking a knee. You know, the New York City just put a slowdown on police retirements. It's up 411%. Police <laughs> do you, retirements. Do you, Aunt, do you blame them? No, no. I do not blame the good cops are screwed, man. Yeah. I, I, I do not blame them at all. I mean, 
uh, to go out there every day and be decimated and not be able to defend yourself and not be able to, you know, do what you have to do for fear of being, you know, all the retribution that you're going to get. It's not good, guys. And to know that City Hall or the, or your own district attorneys don't have your back. Nope. 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 So... So they're screwed. I feel bad for them. But, yeah, it's up 411%. You're going to lose a lot of good cops. You're going to lose a lot of talent that's not going to exist anymore. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be horrible. But, you know, nobody has their backs anymore because, let's face it, 99.999% of the cops get up in the morning. They want to do their job and go home to their friends and their family. Right. Okay? That 0.0001% bad cops, yeah. But, see, also cops do make mistakes. And now when a cop makes a mistake to automatically say, well, it was racist, it was vindictive, it was sexist, it was it, it's horrible. You know, I'm, I know these attacks. You know, I've made comments about things and it keeps coming up every couple of months and years or whatever. And it, it's horrible. People that know me know I'm not like that. But I couldn't imagine going to work every day with a black cloud over my head. Right. Just waiting for the shoe to drop. And then you're not going to do your job. You know, for you law-abiding citizens out there, just remember when the cops see something, they're going to turn a blind eye. Absolutely. It's not worth losing their job or pension. They or don't want to go to jail. Yeah, they don't want to go to jail. Oof. Wow. So it's, 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 it's really, really, really bad. But, yeah, we have the most idiot, stupid, uninformed <laughs> governor ever. Yeah. Okay. Right. He, you know, we're at stage two, partial, like we're at stage 2.2, where restaurants and some businesses are still shuttered. And the way he's talking, because the numbers ticked up a little bit, he's going to pull it back. And again, the numbers look, what everybody needs to know is this is the first time where the Centers for Disease Control has issued a directive to code the diseases in a way that completely inflate and conflate other diseases with COVID-19. So the numbers that you're seeing are probably to a very vast extent, bogus numbers. Therefore, if you know somebody who was in hospice in their final stages of hospice in their final hours, who was infected then with COVID or came in infected with COVID, they will classify that as a COVID death. They're skewing the numbers. We'll never know how bad this is for years to come. Yes, we know that. We know that. But nobody's admitting to it. And and all you hear is, and the news media just jumps on board and says another rise. And I was listening this morning to North Carolina news and th there was this tremendous spike in, 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 in hospitalizations, and a tremendous spike was 40 people entering the hospital in a state with 15 million residents. And we're people. all locked down. In California, everybody has to wear a mask. They have the mask police walking through the parks and the beaches and everything. And people are telling on each other and fist fights are happening. It's well, fist, fight, fist fights happen in Walmart anyway. You don't need to have a mask yeah, issue to have a fist true. fight in Walmart. <laughs> so, okay. We'll, 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 uh, yeah, you got to give some slack yeah. there. Ding, yeah. ding. They should have a bell go off <laughs> in Walmart, right? Remember, uh, remember what did uh, Kmart used to do? Uh, blue light blue special. Light special yeah, yeah, yeah. Walmart should do a a, a, a three minute you know special. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> yeah. Where 
everybody goes, it's a free for all. I yeah. five, attack dial four. <laughs> <laughs> the small appliances win. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, yeah. Can I tell you, I haven't been in a Walmart. It's got to be 10 years. Have, really? I've never been in a Target. I've never been in a Target, no. Yeah, I've never been in a Coles. I've never been in a I don't. I don't get out much. No, we don't. Well, what the hell? We're always at work. <laughs> uh, we're coming back. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Oh, oh we're back. Okay, where am I? Let me get focused here. All right, I got some letters I have to read, a couple of things, all okay. right? Uh, listen, Gunfire Radio, good time to catch up on all 700 and 477 shows is when you're in line at DMV. <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah, and then you'll have some other things to do, too. You can probably knock them all out. Yeah. I'm going to be closing my Twitter account soon. 
all right, G-U-N, number four, H-Y-R, because I'm still in lockdown. I'm moving over the parlor, P-A-R-L-E-R. Okay. I'm at Gun for Hire. So everybody should get on parlor if you don't have the app already. I'm still learning how to use it. Marty from Marty's V-Burger came here with his wife Ooh, and, to shoot and brought me a burger, and we did a crawl. Did you? Yeah, we did a crawl. Okay. He, he brought you takeout from the city. He brought me takeout. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, a couple other things. John Petrolino's book is on Amazon, Decoding Firearms. Great book Please for check it shooters. out. It's a Kindle and a, and a, a soft cover. He shipped me uh, like 10 books came as a gift from Amazon. Oh, wow. I gave one to Joey Grimaldi, and Joey Grimaldi, in turn, had a wrapped gift for me. Gun people are the best people. And it's a huge coffee mug, and it says, The Learning Never Stops Here. And it's from the uh, Limbaugh Institute, the Rush Limbaugh Institute, which is uh, pretty cool. And Joey wrote me a thank you note for everything we do in the 2A community, and uh, I thought that was really nice. So, And he came in this week and renewed his membership. Gun people truly are the best people, okay? Uh, so... Let's go on here from there. Uh, our letters. Okay, so we got a follow-up letter from Mary Breckenridge from last week. That's yeah. a that's a, a synonym, by the way. I know who you really are. A synonym? She, she, yeah, 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 yeah. You like that, huh? I like that. She said it's a it's an anagram. It's an anagram. <laughs> you guys figure it out. So she writes, "Geez, Louise, you crazy mother." Yeah, this time I'm Mary Breckenbridge. It's definitely the way to go because of yet another funny story. Someone at work may need be, may indeed be listening. Last week we were yelling back and forth over our partitions talking about what's reopening. This this young kid is saying, hey, did you hear? We're getting a little bit of baseball back. So I yell back over, yeah, and indoor gun ranges are reopening soon. My luck, it's just as one of the company executives is coming out of the men's room on his way to for the day. The guy is a stern, unapproachable type. No conversation other than good morning, good night. As he passes my desk, he says real low, everybody should have one. Hmm. <laughs> he takes a few more steps and then asks, where do you go? So I told him I go to Gun for Hire Woodland Park. And the next day I gave him the website and info. Uh, cautioned him about New Jersey's laws, directed him to traveling from New York, info you posted, and told him to listen to Gunfire Radio. He thanked me, and we actually had a pleasant conversation about the current state of affairs. Also passed info on to my hair cutter. Her son is a new shooter, and by the story she told me, he may be a bit of a bonehead. <laughs> so I wrote down some helpful tips, things to read, web websites to go, Gun for Hire Radio, so on and so forth. The struggle continues. Okay, so thank you, Mary Breckenridge. Keep pushing it out there. We we love it. I'm going to change your name again next next time I get a letter from you, and you know who you are. <laughs> this this letter came from Byron Fisher, who came in this week uh, to shoot at the reopening. He wrote, "Hey, Aunt, great to see you again at the range today. July 8th was my first day back since the range was forced to close due to lockdown. It was great to be back." I wanted to reach out and thank you. You and your staff do a fantastic job like always. I was amazed how busy it was right after opening at 12 p.m. on Wednesday. But with the lockdowns, the pandemic, and the way America is today, it's rightfully so. I'm glad there is a major spark of interest need of firearms. All equals to a better support of the 2A, and a facility like yours is the best place to be educated. Thank you, Byron. 
He goes, you and I had a good conversation about Murphy's newest executive order that he added to his never-ending list, all while filling out the waiver. Our conversation continued after I made my way down the hall and I was waiting at the retail calendar. I always felt welcome before, but now I truly feel like family. Now you can't leave, okay? It's like Hotel California. Yes. He also ordered a onesie for his baby. They're out of stock, but we reordered them. Byron, it's people like you that keep me going in this fight because, man, I'd like to sell it all and move to a free state and stop fighting because the way I get beat up personally and professionally all of the time. I got this guy, Richard, that stumbled across the radio show after taking a gun class with the local sheriff's department. And he said, you and Sandy are spot on with your views of what's happening. My view is law enforcement has changed for the better. I don't think they are perfect, but what we have is way better than anywhere else, you know? So I like that. Uh, I like that he said that his name is Richard, by the way. And he wrote a whole thing about, you know, standing and fighting rather than move. And he used centipede grass as a uh, as an example. And it's true. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, it is so true that we should all stand and fight. But, uh, you know, we have to continue to stand and fight. And, and I love that. You know, we should stay and fight and fix our local government. But here's the problem, Richard. People are lethargic. People are lazy. People have a sense of entitlement, you know. Uh, so it it's it sucks. It really does. They wait uh, until they're lo- in, until, and we've seen it for years, right, Ant? In New it, Jersey, they just wait and wait and wait for the same fifty people to do what they constantly do until they get tired and eventually just quit and move out. And then they say, "Well, how come this happened? When did this happen? It's been happening right along." And they don't do anything. They don't raise their they don't they don't raise their voice, let alone raise a finger. This is true. This is so true. So, you know, I love that I get the feedback in the letters from these people and they're, we're waking them up because, you know, man, you got, when I post how to get a gun permit in New York, New Jersey, gunfire.com forward slash gun permit, yeah. you know how many people put step one, move? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and these are the same people. It's true. These are the same people that don't fight for rights anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or they go somewhere like uh, the Carolinas or Georgia or Florida or Alabama, uh, and they bring their attitudes with them. And that's why North Carolina is dark blue now. Yes. I posted a picture of an iceberg on some of my social media sites, and the iceberg shows like four inches of the iceberg above the surface and 40 thousand feet of the ice iceberg below the surface yeah. and above the surface it says coronavirus cases <laughs> and, and and below the surface it says economic downturn yeah. addiction anxiety substance abuse depression public unrest crime and suicide and that's what it is our politicians can't see below the surface am i right yep they can't see below the surface, and yet they continue to push the lockdowns and all of this, a lot of this unnecessary stuff, and all of that is bubbling underneath, and it's going to have long, long, long-term ramifications in our country and in our state, and it's not a good thing, okay? It's not a good thing, and we have to band together somehow 
and have our voices be heard. You know, this election coming up in November is critical. We have to get Trump reelected because we have to get more federal judges and some Supreme Court judges appointed. We are dead in the water with the Supreme Court as long as Roberts is there. I'm I'm telling you my heart's at hearts. He was afraid that what happened to Kavanaugh was going to happen to him. Uh, it was just released in the news last week. He fell at his country club in Maryland. They don't know if it was a seizure or whatever. He was admitted to the hospital, observed, and then released, okay? He's worried about his country club people. He's worried about his gated house or whatever. He's worried about his legacy. He's not worried about the balance of powers and doing the right thing that our founding fathers intended when they created the three branches of government. And I will take that to the bank any day of the week. So as long as Roberts is in charge, we are never going to get any relief. Again, Third Circuit, two-judge majority, Dan Schmutter, NRA, et al. are all on the case to get us our 10-round mag reversed back to 15 rounds. Uh, of course, New Jersey will probably fight it, but it could be years before the Supreme Court looks at it. And as long as Roberts is chief justice, they're not going to take the case. So there's a 90% chance we're going to get 15-round magazines in New Jersey again. But Phil Murphy and Gruel in their vindictiveness and Steve Sweeney to take the to take the focus off the state's coffers are going to go right back into state level gun control come this fall. I went full circle from where we started because I know I've been in this game too long and I know what they do. OK, so I want to go into a little bit of a learning right now. Uh, knife rights dot org has that cool app legal blade. All right, Knife Law App 2.0. Anybody you know that's into knives, download that app. Friends, family, share it with them. Share that app. I don't care what you do, but it should be uh, standard. Everybody should have it on their phone. You should be checking the knife law so you don't end up in a bad way. Now, we, you know, I told you before about how to get a gun permit. Gunforhire.com forward slash gun permit. It's for New York and New Jersey only. But, Sandy, you've been talking for years about each one reach one. Yeah. Now is the time to pick a clean, safe, female, family-friendly range and start introducing your friends and family that just got into this. Yes, absolutely. Okay? It's very, very important to start introducing them, show them the right way, answer the questions, let them make sure they join the Second Amendment organizations at the state level, make sure they join the Second Amendment organizations at the national level. It's very, very important for our future that we get these people on our team and mobilized. Uh, I, I can't I can't really stress that enough. We can't let people just buy guns, throw them in a closet, go to the range once or twice to shoot. They buy a few boxes of, of ammo and off they go. All right. We do not want that to happen. It's important that we get them mobilized and tell them, listen, did you see how hard it was for you to get this permit? Did you see how wrong the media and the left was that you could just go into a store and buy a gun? Well, it's going to get harder and harder every year. If you do not mobilize and help us out, listen, if you have a job where you can't be politically active, fine. Join the two way organizations. Send your money. OK, make sure you vote for politicians that come out and say they're going to fight for your rights. That is what is most important. OK, yeah. so 
We have classes. Our basic classes are filling up. We have ladies' basic pistol classes. We have rifle. We have shotgun. We have uh, uh, urban classes start up started up again. Multi-state CCW classes are going to start up hopefully in about two weeks. We were hoping to get up to 50% capacity before we did it, but right now we're, we're still at 25% capacity. We are not running Sora classes here. We're going, going off-site with friends over in Hailton because, again, we have capacity issues here. I can't have 20 people come in for a CCW class or a Sora class and I'm only allowed 67 people in the place. I don't need somebody to upload a picture of my place violating the governor's executive order. He will recoil and shut all gun ranges down in New Jersey like he did with indoor dining because of a few bad apples, right? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm getting hammered every day. Why aren't you running classes here yet? Why aren't you doing this day? You're reopened. Why aren't you running it? Uh, I'm at 25% capacity. The town tells me that 67 people. Uh, we have we have to follow it. You Listen, I'd love to be a rule breaker, but with Murphy right now, we're three for three with lawsuits with the state. You think right now he would love the opportunity to see, oh, Anthony's range violated the executive order, so I'm shutting all indoor gun ranges down. I'm the one that's going to be checked on. I'm the one. Nobody else. Okay? I, and I know that. And I'm okay with that 100%. But I, that's why we are not breaking these rules. I, people give me shit. Oh, you bent the knee because you, your, your customers have to wear masks to come in the store. Okay, let me let my customers come in without masks. And a week later, I get shut down for the next six months. And because of me, all indoor ranges in New Jersey get shut down. Bravo. I took the stand. And here we go. All right? Not doing it. All right. I'm not doing it. When you come into the range, you can take your mask off in the port because the air blows from behind you forward. And it's a you know three-stage filtration system, and everything goes forward to the firing line. So you don't have to worry about having the mask on when you're shooting and your eyeglass is fogging. Until this political shit is over, until this pandemic is over, unfortunately for me to stay in business, pay my bills, keep fighting the two-way fight, and employ 40 of my 70 employees who graciously came back. Uh, you know, uh, because the, I'm competing with unemployment and the federal money. Mm -hmm. So nobody really wants to come back. Nobody wants to work over 32 hours a week because then they don't get that additional federal incentive. Man, the government can't really handle anything right. <laughs> well, I mean, really. It takes a bureaucracy to really screw things up. You know, you bring out a good point, too. I have a lot of friends who are in the restaurant business, and – uh, around the country and actually around the world, and they've been reopening, you know, bit, bits and pieces, and especially here in the U.S. where the where the openings are kind of weird and staggered. And I'm hearing from them kind of the same things I'm I'm kind of hearing you talk about sometimes is the fact that you know cut these people some slack, okay? They're they're trying to do, they're trying to stay within the law so so they don't get shut down again. They're trying to do whatever they can. They're operating with limited staff. They're they're working against a, a, a government system that's been working against them at every turn, whether it's regulations on how they can open, who they can buy from, when they can get things, when their employees can show up, plus incentivizing their employees not to even come back into work. And, Correct. You know, you're out there saying like, oh, shit, you said you were going to be open X amount of hours and now you're only open this amount of hours. How come I have to wait in line for 15 minutes before I get a table? How come I have to uh, – you're not open 24 hours a day for me to shoot? 
you know, how come you're not having classes on a Sunday morning? Uh, uh, cut, cut the people some slack. Uh, I, I notice. My guess is these complaints are coming from people, and I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from this, but are coming from people who have never signed the front of a paycheck in their whole life. They've signed the back of a paycheck. And there's a huge difference between those of us who sign the front and those of us who just sign the back. Correct. And it's got to do with putting everything we've ever hoped, worked, or, or, or saved on the line. Sandy, you're so right. You know, listen to me right now. I guarantee you a million percent that the gyms will open last because Murphy has to send a message to, to, to that South Jersey gym because if he doesn't do it, he knows other businesses will defy him and it will end up being 600 legal battles. So I, I commend that gym for doing what they did and taking a stand, but now the long-term ramifications for businesses is going to suffer because of the vindictiveness. Right. And there's no getting around that. And That's no just a that matter of ever life. Come back. Well, you can't go to bed. You can't go head to head with the state and expect to ever win. They're no. using your money against you. Un- unlimited money. Yeah. Unlimited money. So if anybody knows the rumors are true that Phil Murphy's daughter is getting married in New Jersey, I hear it's rumors. I don't even know how old she is. Anybody has any real intel on that, please email Anthony at gunforhire.com. I'd like to go to that wedding. Okay? If, if anybody can get any info, I hear rumors have it she's getting married somewhere in New Jersey, July or August. But I don't even know how old his daughter is. It could just be a, a malicious rumor. But if there's any truth to it, if anybody has any intel, Anthony at Gun for Hire. I'm going to crash the wedding. I don't, I don't know if you'd be invited. I'm crashing the wedding. Okay? All right. I'm- all right. To that. Thank you all for your support up until this point. Keep pushing forward. Support those who support you. The quarantine crawl continues. Yes, it does. <laughs> and with the gyms closed, you know, that could be a potential problem. All right. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for High Radio. Gun for High Radio is a kind of thick media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Galandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for High Radio, whatever's left of them, we do thank you so much for listening. We love you guys, and see you next week. From sea to the sea. See you.